There are no rules. No rules. You're listening to Degree Free on the Degree Free Network, where we talk about how to teach yourself, get work, and make money. No degree needed. Here are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. Maruyama. Aloha, guys, and welcome back to Degree Free. We are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. On this podcast, we share the fundamentals we've discovered and the mistakes we've made while self-educating, getting work, building businesses, and making money. We'll tell you how to make it happen. No degree needed. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. We're happy to have you here. Now, Ryan and I have a newsletter. What's in this newsletter, do you ask? Well, let me tell you. It's got degree-free news like companies that are changing their hiring policies for degrees, uh, different different interesting things and articles that we find in our weekly readings. Also, resources that we've found that really help people retool their skill sets if they're trying to get into new jobs and just ideas for degree-free jobs and careers that you can have. You do not want to not get this email. So go to degreefreenetwork.com and sign up for the email that you do not want to miss. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if you haven't already, like and subscribe. Definitely. And uh, let's get into today's episode. Let's do it. Today, we are going to be talking about uh, how to become a consultant. This is actually a question that we got from uh, a listener. And it was kind of an interesting question because... Well, he's he's working on his own stuff. This this particular person was working on his own stuff, has a pretty decent, successfully, decently successful YouTube channel. Um and was working part-time and then asked me how he could become a consultant. Right. And, I, and it's kind of an interesting question because to you and me, we're just like, we don't just be one. Yeah. Right? Like, well, because, and that's a kind of a jump to the answer because that's the answer. The answer for how to become a consultant is to become a contractor because a consultant is just a fancy word for contractor. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. Right. I mean, you are contracted to do a role in a business and that's it. Yeah. And you're basically as needed. So oftentimes, oftentimes what companies use consultants for is to improve an existing process or help create a new process. So um, let's say a company starts and it's a small um, let's say it's a small software company and they need somebody to go through and make user manuals for their software. They might bring in a user design consultant in order to help them create these user guides. If they don't have a YouTube channel to market their service, they might need a YouTube consultant. And that would just be a person who knows how to create and run a YouTube channel. It's really simple, actually, deceivingly so, because you would think a consultant would be something like... Um, you know, it has that uh, like affluent, like you think of uh, Wall Street bankers, right? As cons- like, oh, I'm a, I'm a consultant. But no, it's just people that know how to do a specific thing most of the time. And then they're brought on by a company to solve a specific problem or help create a new a new thing that they need. Yeah, it's very similar to uh, becoming a 1099 contractor. Very similar. And then a lot of companies, you end up getting a 1099 also, depending on how their contract is set up. Yeah, you're just you're just an at will employed by them, basically. I think the biggest thing now that we've talked and said, okay, well, a consultant is basically a contractor. I think the biggest thing that we need to realize when thinking about becoming a consultant is that what you're really 
asking about and what you're really wanting to start is you're wanting to start a services business mm-hmm. based on you That's what <laughs> and you're, what you can do. Yeah, exactly. That's what you're asking about. Yeah. Right. And you're going to have to deal with all of the things that running a services business entails or, you know, all the troubles and all the good things that come with being a services business. Yeah. You're now responsible for marketing yourself, making sales, closing sales, maintaining deals, and then getting paid for those things. And then, yeah. And then actually doing the thing. Mm-hmm. And then doing the thing. On right. Top of it. So you have to market it. You have to, you have to go out, get it, close it, write the contracts, write, um, sign the contracts and then service the deal. Mm-hmm. Which, when you look at it in that light, it's super simple. Very. Right? You have a skill, an area of expertise that a business is willing to pay for. Mm -hmm. That they don't have yet or they need improvement in a certain area. Mm -hmm. And you just happen to be good at it. Right. And so, to kind of use an example... You can, if you're good with websites, say if you know how to do WordPress or even Wix or Squarespace nowadays, yeah. to be honest, you know, any one of those website builders and say you're, you're good at it, you can go around and you can sell websites to people and believe it or not, that's a consultant, right? If, or if you could say that you'd like to improve their website and you know you specialize in restaurants or something like that right and so yeah you're a restaurant website consultant exactly it's just fancy word salad yes <laughs> you know that okay dear services business sounds good dude. that would be a really good name for a business word salad consulting <laughs> yeah <laughs> whoa yeah no, no, none of you guys take that. It's mine now. <laughs> Fancy dressing included. Holy crap. I want that. I want that business. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? I dress things just, up real fancy. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, By optimizing the synergy yeah, exactly. of the logistics and the synchronicity in the individuals. Exactly. Across yeah. organizations. Optimize cross-functional. Ooh. Whoa, uh, cross-functional. I missed that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the whole company just explains things in as complicated long words as possible. Right, exactly. <laughs> they only hire PhDs. <laughs> and that is basically what a consultant is. Yes. Like that's that's, that's it. Yeah. And it's not easy. It's not it's not easy to be a consultant because now you're running a services business. Correct. Right. But Okay, why would they hire a consultant rather than hiring an employee? Because they're cheaper. Because they're cheaper. And you can let them go when a project is finished because that is the expectation. Exactly. And it's easier to have a defined goal. You say, I'm hiring you to to improve this thing. And then once that thing is improved, they say, okay, bye. That is one of the biggest differences I, th- I feel with the consultant and the employee or even, to be honest, a lot of longer term 1099 contractors. Consultants... Generally speaking, goal oriented. There, you are going to charge a lot. I hope for you that you charge a lot, but it's very goal oriented and it's very short or defined term durations. Yeah, it's not like a we're hiring you 
and we're going to pay you as a 1099 worker f- forever for as long as we can. It's it's like we need you to do this thing. Exactly. Do, do this thing. So think about more in the realm of project management mm-hmm. type of type of role, you know, you're what I mean by that, or maybe not project management, but rather working on projects. And what I mean by that is like having a defined beginning and a defined end to that project. So you're going to come on as, you know, say you're going to help us with what we do here in here um, at Degree Free. And you are a consultant and you want to help streamline the way that we edit our videos and, you know, edit our whatever our our audio mm-hmm. right you'd come in you'd charge me a lot of money and then you would make a system for me to figure out how to do it and then that's pretty much it and then you'd be gone and then you'd be gone yeah you know and every once in a while i might have questions in which maybe you i'll bill an hour or two yeah maybe to I, sort something out exactly maybe i'll call and you'll bill me a couple couple of hours those are typically called maintenance contracts right but that's how but that's how simple it is mm. to be a consultant. Yeah. Just say you are one. <laughs> right. And but I think of the essence of the question also is like I have no I think the connotative meaning or the connotative like the underlying meaning was just like how do I gain experience in doing it as well? Yeah. So for this individual, the one I spoke about who has experience creating a YouTube channel, I just said, you know, um, showcase your YouTube channel and say, this is what I've done. Would you like me to do this for you? Here's how much it costs. That's consulting. Right. And so you're going to want to build a portfolio of work. You're going to want to do all of the different types of marketing tactics that you know, we've talked about before and we'll definitely talk about again. There's a bunch of different marketing books. We'll link a list that we did um, about the services business. Mm. We'll link a list of books in our show notes, things that helped us learn how to market and what marketing even is Yeah, really. Because I had no idea what marketing was when I first started being an entrepreneur. Yeah, most people don't. Yeah. Okay, so if you don't have that skill yet, if you don't have that portfolio of work, one of the easiest ways that you can do it, other than getting like a job, a W-2 job, you could start looking for contracts. Yeah. So a really simple way to do this is look for short-term contracts and then make sure you document what you've done. And now you have a portfolio of work. If you do that, if you get, let's say you get three, three-month contracts in a year and uh, you document what you've done, that you now have a portfolio of work. Yep. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I would just make sure that in your contracts, especially if you're doing something with design or media, you're going to want to make sure that you can display what it is that you've done and created. Yeah. Like legally, you want to make sure you can show it. Right. Exactly. And <laughs> oftentimes there's different, um, there's differentiations. Like if you're, uh, if you have a portfolio of work you did for a company, but another company, you're trying to show it to them to get work. As long as there's no conflict, you can usually show the portfolio because a portfolio is work. It's just proof you did work. It's not disclosing private information necessarily. One of the reasons why, we suggest kind of looking for contracts instead of going for a W-2 job when thinking about basically starting a consultancy business, right? Because that's when you're asking how to be a consultant, you're really asking how to start a consultancy business. The reason why 
and we kind of went over it in last week's episode of like the benefits of being a contractor. But especially if you're taking on these shorter duration projects, you're able to kind of take on more contracts in a more condensed amount of time. Mm -hmm. And that could help vary, especially if you're thinking about doing something, I guess, dynamic. It It could vary the amount of experience that you get. So what I mean by that is like, okay, we're on this example of websites. So, or even like, let's use an example of accounting. Right. Instead of, instead of something creative or something like that, um, you instead of working for the local bank as a, an accountant or whatever, you can try to contract for that bank and you can try to get another contract to work for a local flower shop or something. And you can get experience quickly in both types of accounting. Mm. Although, Generally, generally accepted accounting principles are universal. Universal, but it's uh, but a company, a specific type of company, would want to see a specific type of company on your resume often. Exactly, and you and and this case, it's not really resume. It's going to be your portfolio of work that you show them. Right, like, whatever at, that is. Look at how I created this streamlined payroll system for this florist. Exactly, you know, for a lot of people, that's going to be a pitch deck. That's going to be a powerpoint or keynote also don't get intimidated by pitch deck or portfolio like if you just put photos of work that you've done into a powerpoint that is a portfolio so don't just for people who are like oh it has to look some kind of way it's got to be printed no it doesn't it needs to be uh shareable on the internet so pdf some kind make it a powerpoint if you can't make it prettier but you could also use canva templates a lot of them are free and just use a pitch deck uh template and just plop your photos in there and write a little blurb and then you're done. Yeah. If you want to feel better about your pitch deck portfolio, then look up some of the, like some startups <laughs> first pitch decks. Cause you'll feel a lot better about yourself after you do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think the, this one's going to be a short episode today. I think the last thing that I did want to talk about though, is for a lot of people, this is, might sound like a lot and then which it is to be honest with you you're starting a business but you might be wondering like how do i even get started or like how do i get my first client Mm -hmm. right the truth of the matter is is you're probably going to have to just make calls you're going to have to send you're going to have to send emails yeah you're going to have to get out there. You have to tweet at people. You're going to have to DM people. Yeah. And you're going to you're going to have to figure out where it is that you fit in with their business and where the services that you offer can benefit them. Probably the lower tier the lower tier people that you can get here would be smaller companies that you genuinely like and you have an idea about something that you think they could do better and you are able to execute that idea. Like if you think they could be making their YouTube video format better, just send them an example. If you think that they should be tweeting more regularly and they should be tweeting things that are more relevant to their audience, put together an example of tweets and say, here, I can be your Twitter consultant. Um, if they do not have an account on a social media platform that you use, then, and you notice, offer to be a consultant that will create that platform, 
create their presence on that platform for them. Those are really easy ways to start being a consultant. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we're kind of focusing a lot on like tech jobs and content creation, but that's not exhaustive of the amount of things that you can consult on. You can consult on processes. You can con- you can consult on, you know, anything. Really, really anything on manufacturing, how to make something better, assuming well, that you have that expertise. Mm-hmm. As long as you know what you're talking about and you really can help. Yeah. I mean, and, that, and that's right after marketing or right before marketing. So, you know, some might... Some might say one's more important than the other. Yeah. Really. You know, ideally you'd like to be the best at what you do, you know, but maybe a second best would be you'd like to be the best at marketing what you do. Yeah. No, that's definitely that one. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah. So anyway, I think that this is a short episode. That's pretty much it. We just kind of wanted to, since it was a question that we got and it was kind of like a Huh. I was like, oh. It's kind of a weird one because like you and I, a consultant is just a business person. Right. They just run a services business. Yes. That's to you and me. Yeah. But that's how simple this is. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's definitely not easy, as I say all the time. It's not easy, but it's simple. Mm-hmm. And so you're gonna start a, you're gonna start your own business. You're gonna figure out what it is that you want to do. We did a whole episode on how to start a services business. Um go back and listen to that and um yeah see what you can see what you can glean from it the biggest thing after learning it and picking what it is you're going to consult on you've you got to market yeah because people got to know what you do yeah definitely if they're going to buy it from you yeah yeah they can't buy from you if they don't know um all right guys i think i think that's it for today as i said we do have a newsletter and i promise you that newsletter is pretty great and you're gonna want to get it so uh it's gonna have all kinds of stuff degree free news degree free job ideas uh resources that we think are really valuable and you are gonna want to sign up for the newsletter by going to degreefreenetwork.com and signing up yeah definitely and if you guys made it all the way through which i hope you did because it was a really short one (laughs) this week you uh, get a gold star yeah uh, let us know. Contact at degreefreenetwork.com. Just if you wanted to ask a question or say hi, definitely uh, that's one of the best ways to get in touch with us. You can follow us on social media at Ryan K. Mariama for myself, at Hannah Mariama for her, and we'll throw it up on the screen and everything like that. Um, please like and subscribe, guys. We uh, put out an episode every week, and we'd love to have you as a regular listener, watcher, wherever it is that you get your podcast. Definitely, if you guys can leave us an honest review, that would help out as well. Honestly, five stars. (laughs) Honest, yeah. (laughs) Honest, we hope we deserve five stars. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, if it's a one, you know, we'll only cry about it for like Keep your hands in your pocket. You're good. There we go. Yeah, we're we're fine. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Until next time, thank you so much. All right, aloha.